to lift your spirits with dina marie every friday here on 1150 am kknw i'll be introducing you to fascinating people fun places to visit and activities are guaranteed to lift your spirits that lifted my spirits nothing like a little rock rock and roll in the morning there right <laughs> feels good first heard it like i'm i like that one we're using it and right. joining joining me this morning is dr joe famulera he's an educational leader author photographer say that again photographer and musician and he's been on the show. This is your third time, Doctor. Dr. Oh, it's Joe. so great to be with you again. Thanks, Dina. <laughs> you can tell when I've had coffee. It just my <laughs> mouth just goes so fast. Well, this will be my second time zooming, and so it's it's I like it. <laughs> I'm usually in the studio. So so who's that uh, playing guitar in that song? That's me. <laughs> That's my <laughs> instrument. <laughs> I, I play all the instruments on it. You know, it gets gets me going. Well, and, and what did you do that? Where were you at when you did that? So uh, we had music in our schools week at, in, in my school district. So each day was a different theme. We had a country day, a blues day, and a rock and roll day. And that was the rock and roll day. And I put together these little uh, songs for the kids uh, around the school district, which is the Belmore School District. So that was rocking the Belmore way. I, it lifted my spirits. And I... Gosh, I asked you to be on the show probably eight months ago, six months ago. Again, um, I just think this is the perfect time to talk about school and what's been going on. But I went on the website and I saw the kids talking about music day and how, you know, the one kid said when I'm depressed or sad, it, it basically said lifts the spirits. And they all were saying how it music is so important to them. And, uh, you know, each week I highlight a musician or a song and I know through this, whatever, couple of years, we need music. And when we couldn't have it, it was heartbreaking. So I'm, I'm excited that you brought that into the school. Is yeah, that- we, we actually have a, a, a school band called the Bell Tones, you know, for Belmore. And it's teachers and myself, and we have a lot of fun, but we couldn't play. We usually do a concert uh, for the year, the last two years. So, yes. Music is, is key. Um, you know, think about it, how it harmonized the harmonies in it and how it brings people together. And, uh, you know, I love playing for the kids and kids love music. I mean, it's one of the most important things in our school. And even if they had a mask on, you could see their eyes smiling, right? Oh, <laughs> if they had to. You smile with your eyes, right? That's, that's for sure. 
Well, and as the years I, I mentored kids for 15, at least 15 in, in Snohomish, downtown Snohomish, and I gave them something that they loved to do, whatever it was, it could be cooking, dancing, but we, we gave them that um, thing that lifts their spirits and makes them shine. And music turned out to be 90% of the kids. And those are the children that are on my, not children anymore, <laughs> they're 30 plus years old on the show saying that that music saved their lives. So. Oh, absolutely. And you think about it, music's all around us, right? And when you're in a certain mood, put on, uh, you know, some music. And and I heard you say one time, just, you know, putting on the radio and just letting any music play and how it brings up. I like to play, have playlists. I like to put music on, to, you know, because I know the mood it'll take me. I know what uh, music reminds me of certain things, times in my life. So, you know, not getting into the book, but that's another way to live intentionally is, is to, you know, the things around you, the music around you, be more intentional and make those connections to those moments in your life that you, you got more peace and happiness. Okay. And that's a secret. So I give it to my clients, go back to a time where you felt healthy and you felt happy and put the album in, um, listening to just random music. Uh, you go to a grocery store, you walk out and you're like, I am so depressed. <laughs> it takes me about 10 minutes to go, Oh, it was that dumb song that, you know, I was going through this time in my life and it just triggered without you being conscious, right? right. A, a memory and even television. We were talking before the show that you just can't put anything on because yesterday I was working while I was in front of the television because I'm at my daughter's house and she, she said, what are you watching? I'm like, I wasn't watching anything. I was working on something else. And it was still in front of my eyes. So really, I turn the television off when the kids are around because it's just random stuff that I call it data dumping. Sometimes in the night, you'll have these nightmares like Scooby-Doo scares kids, <laughs> Go, you know, people ghosts and, and chasing each other. But yeah, we got to be conscious about what we put in front of our children. Oh, 100%, especially with the news. Uh, you know, a lot of times we have that, we, you know, we talk about that to our parents is to, to really watch what's on TV, you know, be careful of the news. It's got to be age appropriate. You, if you, if you want to have those discussions, which some parents do, some parents don't, but always think what's age appropriate for, for the children and how are they responding to it? Have those conversations. So, uh, yeah, you know, living intentionally and we have no control, right? So that outward living that presses onto us, we have no control of that coming to us. There's one instance we do have a little control. We turn it off, but a lot of times we don't when you're walking through a store and what we do have control is how we want to react to it. So that's what we have to work on is our, you know, our reaction to those uh, outward um, environments coming to us. Yeah. And I was talking about uh, desensitizing uh, kids could be in front of a movie and the parents think they're not watching it, but if it's violent, they're, they're not, they're turning it off, but they're turning other parts of their upper chakras or their energy off. So I'm just anti-television 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Well, as I said, you, you know, a lot of it is, uh, is, is negative and it's not the values that you may have. And, and if your kids are hearing it, they don't know that you're not, you know, policing it into that detail and saying, yeah, I agree with that. I don't agree with that. They're just getting all this input and we're leaving it up to them to sort it out. So um, it, it is an important, uh, especially with all the social media out there, you know, kids having cell phones and can type anything they want into it. It's good for safety and certain things. But, you know, again, we just need to monitor those things, set some rules, have conversations about it. You know, it's easy just to let it go. It's really an important part for the future. 
it's very important. And so we're going to talk a little bit about your book in a, in a minute, but I want to talk about what I read. And I love this because not only do kids need this, but we do. Um, giving them a safe environment, a happy place where they, they're learning, uh, that we're stronger when we work together. I just like these cooperative learning and synergy. And when I read that, of course, that's perfect for children, but I think us adults more than ever need that in our workplace <laughs> and in our life, you know? Yeah. yeah I, I, we keep it simple. I keep it simple. Like my, I tell the kids, so I keep uh, the mission statement very simple for them. It's, it's safe, happy learning. Three words. They all know those three words. So when I go into classrooms and I play guitar in all the classrooms every, every year and, and their favorite song is apples and bananas. I have an elementary district, so that's, but they love that song. Um, but safety, you have to feel safe before anything else can happen, right? So that's important. Safety is number one. Then you, then happy is next, that you want to feel that you're in a safe environment and that you have, you're supported. Once you have safety, you have happiness, then only learning can occur. You know, we think that schools are, oh, we have to teach, we have to teach. If you don't satisfy the safe and happy first, you're not going to get to the learning or it won't be effective. So safe, happy learning and not only kids need it, adults need that too. I, I think about that in my, my home and my family. And because I do the chakra work, it's we talk the same language. So first is your root chakra, which is your, your home, being a safe place, your health, being, you know, you don't get to do anything if you're not healthy. So that's the, the lower chakra. That's your foundation. And then the sacral is, is your family. It's your tribe. It's that support system you get from your teachers, which they couldn't do, you know, because they weren't in the room for a while. And uh, the family members that you can trust that are always there for you. So now you have your foundation in your, your house, your chakra system or your body. And then the solar plexus is when we give them someplace that they can shine. Mm -hmm. And it, whatever it is they're doing, we clap and applaud and say, you are the most amazing person ever. It, it doesn't matter what they're doing. They could be, you know, outside doing, oh, Emma just learned to go across the bars and I taught her right. <laughs> the monkey bars. Um, and then we get to the heart chakra, which is when the kids have that foundation, like a tree trunk, they get to move up into their community. They become part of something bigger, which is inspiration, creativity, and imagination. So when I look at your program, you have all of those things. And, and that's your, as a, gosh, being around all those kids, you're providing a place where they get to shine and they get to feel good about themselves so thank you thank you you're one of my <laughs> favorite people right now um so let's talk about your book sure yeah well it's called iou life leadership um where it's a foundational framework for positive and effective intentional living so it's it's living from the inside out with the goal of reaching upward living or upward success upward trends and you know, everything's focused around IOU. And again, I didn't invent the principles. I just framed it a different way, came up with this acronym IOU. And it's a play on words, really what you owe is uh, typically you owe somebody something, but this you owe yourself and others to be a life leader. And it's thinking and living from the inside out. Everything you can connect to that starts inwardly first. And we have to get that in order, our eyes. And then outward living is when we interact with others. And then the byproduct we hope is upward living. That's something we can't go out and just grab. That come to, comes to us based on our inward and outward living. So this book really focuses on everything uh, related to inward living and outward living. That's the things you have control over, being aware of it, being intentional, and then you know, hoping and, and striving for that upward living, which is more peace, happiness, healthiness, and excellence in our lives that we all you know, strive for and all want. 
So it starts with ourselves. 100%, right. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And then we have, uh, um, we react uh, to certain things, but we have control over that. Right. Right. Our actions. And then the, the upward to me is like that tree I was talking about where we get into that place where you're, you're inspired by whatever you want to call it. You, you get to look up and you know when a kid is inspired because they do look up and they'll say, I have an idea or I know let's do, I know, right. I have an idea and they'll say, let's, let's go learn how to do the monkey bars. So that's Emma. We go over there. I hurt my shoulder you know, trying, right. trying to get across the next day. I'm like, act like a monkey. And then, you know, my daughter sends me a, a video and she's going all the way across, but it started as an idea. Now, if yeah. you have a kid that looks down and shakes their head and they don't know what they want to do and they have no ideas, that's where you give them the music and, the playfulness and the fun. Yeah. Well, every kid that upward living may look different, right? So that upward living, what, you know, what, what uh, connects with them, what gives them that, that excitement, that passion. And, and that's the key is to expose everyone to everything is, you know, you want to really, you know, you educating the whole child. That's the way we look at it um, through music, through tactile, through hands-on, through visuals. There's you, so you, you put everything out there and, uh, each of those areas sticks to different children. And the master teacher, which we have a lot in Belmore, uh, connects with the kids and, and understands their learning styles and then can work off their learning styles, their strengths to really get them to that next level, that upward living and, and uh, you know, taking it to the next level. And that's right. The opposite is downward. So <laughs> IOU is inward, outward, upward living. But your IO may ne be negative and ineffective. And that's where it goes to IOD inward outward downward living and we use a nautical theme so that your ship is sinking and the iou is your ship's on course and i i love the nautical theme there's so many analogies you can use with that and that goes throughout the book as well and and, and kids can identify with that if you use a ship and you are the ship and where's that ship going if it's full of holes uh gosh or i think that's what our human our body too so kids need a good diet they need sleep they need all these things to keep themselves healthy yeah. and all this we are kids. All of us are children. So what we're talking about here is I'm getting to it. The adults need it just as much. Oh, well, absolutely. <laughs> In fact, you know, so here's I'm, I'm uh, finishing up a, a children's book um, around IOU and it's called My IOU Life Ship. Get ready for the journey. And it's it's written. I'm working with an illustrator, so I'm really excited about that. But it, it's it's really this magical journey for for a, uh, a child and a ship. And it's really the, the, the ship is really the character, but goes through, um, you know, different uh, challenges with a whale and then finds out the whale is helping them. And so it's, it's, a, it's a great little story, but it's really focusing, again, on what you have control over. So there's a storm that comes and you can't control the storm, but you can control your sails. So the character adjusts the sails and gets through the storm. So, it, you know, it's, it's that beginning of understanding the things you have control over, focus on those and there's more things we have control over than we realize. You know, we always focus on the I can'ts and I, you know, I have no control as adults and kids. I can't do this. It's not for me. You know, look at it from a different 180 degrees, different point of view. There's so many things you can do, you can control, and then you shrink your I can'ts, you know, to, to almost you don't even see them anymore. And, you know, when I had this time, I got to reinvent what I taught. <laughs> and uh, that's what it is. My blood pressure is that gift of you can control your thoughts, right? And so 
I turned off the television. I didn't go there. People like, why don't you want to talk about this? Why don't, because I didn't feel good inside. And the only thing I had control over was the energy inside me. And then I focused on my health. Mm -hmm. There's your your foundation. Right. Chip. (laughs) Right. And, and when, when things are high anxiety and stress, you just, you have to break it down into, into little components of the things I can control and start working on that. You know, we talked about it last time, things you worry about versus things you're concerned about. If, you know, worry is an emotion that, you know, you, you can't control certain things, but what can you control and stay in that, in that mindset? That's your inward living. That's what's in your mind. I mean, they say the average person has 49 thoughts per minute which is 70,000 thoughts per day. So, so, so what are you thinking about all day? You know, you know, think we have to look at ourselves itself, um, you know, uh, analysis saying, what am I, what do I think about all day? Do I always think about the future? Am I always thinking about the past or am I living, you know, in the now and enjoying life on this journey, on this life ship journey? So, you know, you need to think about the past and the future, but it's the balance. Right. And uh, I think the majority should be the now. Right. But, do we even ask the question, you know, what do you think about with these 70,000 thoughts per day? So, you know, that's what the book really helps you to get through, you know, uh, you know, gaining greater self-awareness to think about your inward living, your eyes, what you're thinking about, um, and then take it from there. So I was about to do a fast from, and go to, I'm going to the gym. I was going to fast. Right. And then my boy said, why don't you put your uh, past on a fast? Why don't you fast from the past? <laughs> and because I was doing really well with not going into the future, right? I wasn't causing myself to be anxious. I wasn't worrying and praying backwards, but I was replaying some things that I felt like I didn't do my best. And then I stopped it, right? Yeah. And that's what you're saying is just you, I used to be a hypnotherapist. So mm-hmm. I've been in hundreds of people's minds and the most beautiful people would come in with the worst self-esteem. And some people would say, I'm better off dead, or I wish I would, you know, these things they wake up in the morning and they say right. to themselves, and then we would just change their tune and they would not think that's the best way, because then you get your higher, your upward kind of inner voice talking to you. But yeah, you have to, it's a practice. It's like your yeah, oh. instruments. And it's not easy. You know, this, none of this is easy. You know, it takes work, right? You, you have to go to it. It doesn't come to you. So, um, you know, that, that's, that's important to understand. And I've been reading lots of books because I'm on the bike for 20 minutes and <laughs> they're, all, they're all positive. So I'm doing what I used to do to get myself back on track. And right. one is just breathing. So as I'm, my ankle hurts right now and I'm finding myself not breathing, <laughs> but you have to have something around you to tell you to take a breath. <laughs> It's ridiculous <laughs> because that's where anxiety comes from. Is like you think you're you're suffocating, you're not breathing, right. you're stressing about something, and you you've stopped right breathing. So I used to make little stickers for people when I worked at Starbucks. Count to three, breathe, <laughs> and they put it on their coffee cup for the day, and it was a lot of fun. When I do nature walks, I always do these thirty deep breaths in but i try to like imagining that i'm breathing in this beautiful nature and bring it inside me and then i exhale and then i'm connecting with it and i do that and you and and funny that that uh for me nature you would have to tell yourself to breathe but you are taking in nature i mean it's so much different oxygen and i love the fact we i listened to the the last show we did and you said to look up and that's one of my my favorite things (laughs) it's on my signature on my emails but 
to remember to look up and it's Snoopy that said that, right? Uh, is it? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It's a secret to life is to look up. Yeah. And that's why when you see the sunsets or you're, you're doing your bird photography, you're focusing on something outside yourself that's beautiful and you're right. going to tune your energy, of course. Yeah, there was a, that, that, what was reminds me of that is that I was birding and uh, there was, a, you could see it was a, a young person who, you know, not a, a big birder, but was focused on this swan. And, you know, it was like, look at this, look, he was very excited. So he must, he was very new, but they, I was taking the picture of the eagle up on, on top of a tree. So I said to him, I said, look up. And he looks up and he sees the eagle and it was like, oh my goodness. You know, a lot of times we're just so focused what's right in front of us and not to, to look up and, and take it in. Uh, but, you know, when people say they don't see birds, I said, because you're not looking up, you know, look up and focus and you'll see they're all around us. Well, and what's working against us is the, the cell phone. You know, I, oh, I, yeah. I go places and I swim in the water during the winter. People do not see me because they're so focused on looking down at their phones. I, I'm all, I'm invisible. Can you? Yeah. <laughs> and I, I, I'm, I'm shocked. And I'm also, I love it because no one sees me and I like that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I just, I remember about three years ago, I, I didn't enjoy traveling anymore because people didn't talk. And before we had all of our gadgets, you get on a plane and you make friends with three people. Right. You know, and you probably saw them at the next destination. And I'm really sad about that because I, I miss those conversations. Yeah, that's true. I mean, you know, and, and it's, it's a tough one. I mean, how do you how do you get out of that cycle? It's and young, you know, younger and younger kids are getting these devices. So, you know, I think they're important and, and they're going to be part of the future. But it's really up to us as adults and to just trying to manage it for our kids and, you know, limit and, and you know, try to come up with the reason and the values of it. So. And to be an example. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, right? That's true. I, you you might, see, yeah, go ahead. No, I was going to say, you see a whole family dinner looking at their phones you know that's that's not good and, and grandma dina like she wants to do some work when i'm with the kids and i make it a point not to pick up my phone with them and they don't pick up their phone but you know it's just because school's on uh computers now right so me and ethan sat next to each other and did some reading and did a test and so it's just um and then of course the game the video games right turn off the television, put your phones away. And then get, we, I got him a chessboard, and he loves it. But uh, yeah, he got lots yeah. of video things for his birthday. It, it, if you really, I mean, it, they track the time that you're on these devices. It's, you know, it's astonishing if you really look at it for a week, even for, for a child. And like we were talking before, I don't watch TV. I watch it for sports and some minor things, but really don't it's just the time that I get that prime time, which is prime time television is prime time for me, you know, so between eight and 10, eight and 12, eight and 11, um, every day, I think I really haven't watched the TV series, you know, for, for many, many years, you get time and then to do the writing of songs and writing books and, and being creative. And that, that to me is very exciting. So. And you said you wouldn't be able to write a book if you were like engaged in a television set. So again, <laughs> we're back to as adults, if we can find that thing that lifts our spirits, that thing, whether it's music, art, uh, a hobby, and you, you turn everything off. You, I like classical music now. And I realized that it was in my car that I listened to it, but it's, I picked a station that has no commercials. I had no idea, you know, that it was uh, commercial free. I was just listening to music that didn't trigger memories or put me somewhere else besides where I was at. So there's, 
there's tiny little things you can do. And I think after the break, we're going to go into, uh, I want to do my PH2E. I want to do my test. Because right. <laughs> <laughs> I got some homework I need to do. Yay. All right. So I think we'll take our break and um, we'll come back with Dr. Joe Famulera. You're listening to Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie. Rock and roll is here to stay. We're going to rock and roll the Belmont way. Teachers, students on their way. Dancing in the school hallway. Rock and roll is here to stay. We're going to rock and roll the Belmont way. Rock, rock, Belmont way. I said rock, rock, the Belmont way. I said rock. Mark your calendars for the 2022 Northwest Green Home Tour on two Saturdays, May 7th and 14th. The tour is a free hybrid tour, a mix of virtual and live sites. This is a free opportunity to see firsthand the many ways that environmentally conscious design and construction can benefit not only the planet as a whole, but your local community, your family, and you. This year's tour features green building approaches that can put more money in your pocket by lowering your energy costs or even eliminating them altogether. They will show you remodels, new builds, backyard cottages, single-family residences, co-housing, and condos. The homes on the tour boast a variety of green building certifications, passive house, build green, and net zero. To RSVP for your free tickets, visit nwgreenhometour.org for the schedule and more details. That's nwgreenhometour.org. Lift your spirits with me, Dina Marie, on Whidbey Island. I'll be a tour guide for your spirit and a travel agent for your soul. Retreats include a healing session for your body, your mind, and your spirit. You'll receive a Reiki session plus a chakra reading, experience a labyrinth in the woods, take a walk on the beach, and enjoy downtown Langley with me. Retreats are customized for you or a group of friends. You can visit dina-marie.com to connect with me today. Island time is waiting for you. The BEPC Expo is back. It's the largest metaphysical fair in Washington and now gathering for two full days. They're bigger and better than ever with three times the speakers, more than 100 readers, healers, and spiritual product vendors, delicious food trucks, great community, and so much more. Here's the place to pick up your favorite gems, receive intuitive advice, experience alternative healing, and find new clothing, jewelry, and handmade items sourced locally and globally. Mark your calendars May 21st and 22nd for the BEPC Expo at Kent Commons, 4th and James in Kent. Free admission and parking. There will be prizes given away all day. Join them Saturday 9 to 6 and Sunday 10 to 5. Again, that's May 21st and 22nd. For more details, visit BEPCweb.org. That's BEPCweb.org. Lift your spirits with us every Friday at 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. on 1150 a.m. KKNW Seattle. We will be introducing you to fascinating people, fun places to visit, and activities are guaranteed to lift your spirits. Miss a show? No worries. You can visit 1150kknw.com and click on our archive page or like Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie on Facebook for upcoming guests and events. To contact me, Dina Marie, visit dina-marie.com. Thank you so much for listening. Self-help, healing, spirituality, and more on Alternative Talk, 1150. 
Rock and roll is here to stay. We're gonna rock and roll the Belmont way. Teach your students on their way. Dancing in the school hallway. Rock and roll is here to stay. We're gonna rock and roll the Belmont way. Welcome back. You're listening to Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie. That's Dr. Joe Famulera, and he's joining us this morning. He was rocking the house at school. <laughs> rocking. <laughs> rocking the house. That's I like it. Uh, so let's see. I want to talk about, tell, me, tell the listeners about your test online. So, yeah. So we, we talked about inward, outward living. The goal is upward living. That's what we all strive for. And uh, one of the things we say upward living is having peacefulness, happiness, healthiness, and excellence, which we call PH2E. So P for peacefulness, happiness, healthiness is H2, and E is excellence. So we have an assessment uh, on IOULiving.com, or you can actually go to PH2E.com, go right to the assessment, PH2E.com. And it, it's a self-assessment. So it's, it's not a, you know, a formula. It's you assessing yourself in those categories. And then you get what we say is a, your life propeller. Uh, a propeller is an important piece of equipment on a ship. That's what pushes the ship through the calm and storms of the sea. Our life propeller pushes us through life. And is your life propeller full and balanced? Each blade is one blade is peacefulness, one's happiness, one's healthiness, and one's excellence. And if just one is a little off, your propeller is not going to really spin correctly. And, you're gonna, you know, so um, it's not you're going to have a more difficult time pushing yourself through the challenges. So it's a way to look at yourself and then say, OK, I need to work on one of these areas. And uh, we took I've taken the test. This is my third time. And so it, it's, it's just like the energy systems. They change all the time. Things yeah. are changing all the time. So when I took the test again, and I knew this was kind of the problem, my health and my happiness are good. Well, my excellence is not good. My excellence, because I don't feel like I, I've, in the last two years, have done my real purpose and passion. I, I, I've done things, and we all done things to get through. We're doing them, and we're like soldiers. We're, we're troopers. <laughs> but right, right now, I, I'm really feeling like it's time for me to get back to teaching. I mean, I came here to teach that's, and I love mentoring kids and it's been very, very rough for me the last two years, not to be able to talk to any child just off the street and say, Hey, I, I do this thing and come to my office and you and your parents can learn this stuff. Right. Yeah. And, and I had this uh, yoga studio that I got to work with, with all ages. So there that is. So I'm really excited to get the party started and getting right. back teaching yeah and excellence is is you know what what drives you what what you know that's you know you're learning and and uh and so when you look at excellence your purpose your potential your passion we have this in the book called the 12 essential life anchor so i'm not going to go through them all but just the first uh the second uh anchor is life vision and i i talk about your purpose your potential and passion three circles and that intersection is really where you want to try to get to that's you know you, you're determining your life vision what really is important to you what's your purpose in life and it may not be your full-time job right i mean it is what it is but how can you get to it if it's teaching there's many opportunities to teach there's many opportunities to get into certain hobbies and habits and, and uh it, it's but it's like, again intentional if you never sit down and really think about it and try to come up with what your purpose is, what your life vision is. You're going to always wondering, why is there something missing in my life? And that came out, comes out in the assessment. Um, so um, very important. You know, what's that excellence in our lives that we want to strive for? 
And that's what I wrote down, your life mission, your purpose, your potential passion. And then after that was the daily mission. And because of this opportunity, I can reach, I've reached out to, I've had some time because I've been working this whole time. I haven't stopped working. So I've been given this gift for a week to reach out to people. Some of the kids I mentored that are are adults. I also, um, I'm going to call the yoga studio and set up a day to do a class. (laughs) That's great. That's my uh, daily mission today. Yeah, yeah. The, the daily mission is fun. It's it's the it's the who what byproduct. So it's your mission each day. It could be a week. It could be a month. It could be a you know you can have a mission statement that's longer. But who am I going to affect tomorrow? You know, you, what am I going to do? And what's the byproduct I'm hoping for? So it could be yourself. Who is myself? What am I going to do? I need to exercise. And what's the byproduct? Well, I'm going to get healthier. So there's one of the PH2Es or, you know, I've neglected this person. I really need to give them a call. So who is that's the person I'm going to call? What am I going to do? I'm going to call them and have a conversation. And what's the byproduct? It's giving me more happiness or peacefulness. So who, what byproduct? You set those intentions the day before on a, or, or for the week. And it just, again, breaking it down into small parts to have your mission, daily missions, uh, you know, each day we are doing this, but, and you feel satisfied. I accomplished something, you know, accomplished several things in a day. Well, and my daily mission six months ago was to get back into the gym. Mm. It was super hard because I have to do it early in the morning and I did it for six months. And you know, the week before last, I slept in a little bit. I was feeling unmotivated and tired and I could like, my balloon started deflating. I wasn't reading the book in the morning. Right. I wasn't, You know, I was, I was actually, I've done about 20 different things since I started exercising that I used to do. And I felt really good. And it was somebody who was at the gym and he's super negative. And I just started not wanting to go. And then I, what I should have done is just, um, what could I have done? <laughs> Walk the plank. <laughs> oh gosh, I know. And you know, he's, he's super, he swears a lot and he brings a transistor radio. And he okay. asked everyone if it's irritating them. And I, what I needed to do was say, you're, no, <laughs> we don't want to hear your music. So that's another yeah. thing. I mean, what, what would that be where you're afraid to tell someone, you know, love yourself? I mean, you know? Yeah, well, right. You, you're making a choice and, and your choice is not to go, right? Or have a conversation. And if you make the choice not to go, that then there's a byproduct to that. You, if you, if that byproduct is not what we want, then I got to try the other choice, right? And and see what happens with that. Um, yeah, you know, it's interesting when you look at these categories, and people sometimes blend peace and happiness together. Where you know, peace, the way I look at it is the it's the common life, right? Happiness is the joy and excitement in life. So it's two different things. You could have peace and calm in your life, but not be happy, or you could be very happy and things are hectic and stressful, and you know, you don't have peace. So the assessment really breaks those two down into peace, happiness, healthiness is just what you just said. That's your physical um, health and, and your mental health. And then excellence would be your learning. Are you continuously improving, continuous improvement? Um, so yeah, that, that, those are tough choices sometimes. Uh, you know, what do I do either or? Well, I need to love myself because no one else likes it either. And they're older people. So not that I want to be the hero, but when I get back to the gym, if he's still there, I'm going to have to, I have to just say, you know, here's a headset or here, use my phone and I'll give you a headset. Here's Pandora where you don't have to listen to heavy metal at 730 AM on a Sunday. So I have something to work on. Well, if he listens to your show now, he knows. (laughs) 
oh, I hope he does because he said he was going to. Oh, so but you know who you are. You just said it. So. <laughs> okay, thank you. Hey, this might work. This may work. Well, let's talk about that that dinghy and our boat. <laughs> right. So we use the nautical theme, right? We all have a life ship. And there are ships around us, too. So we have three ships, and we call it the three life relationships. And the inward ship is your ship. This is your inward ship that's important to you. It's yourself is on it, your spirit, your family, and your friends. These are the closest people in your life that are supporting you, that are you know helping you on your journey. Um, and that's your inward ship. Then you have an inward outward ship, which are your relationships with your colleagues, your mentors, your mentors could be a trainer, a guide, an advisor, a spiritual leader. It could be a lot of things. And then acquaintances. And then there's another ship that's the outward ship, which are just basically strangers, right? You, you see them, you maybe walk by them. So those are all the people in your life, right? These are the three ships. The, the question is, is everyone on your inward ship, your life ship supporting you? And they're helping you on your journey. And what we talk about is if not, they walk, they should walk the plank. You know, we, they, um, we're not walking into an ocean and they're drowning, but they walk and they go into a dinghy that you provide and they're still in your family, but in your mind, they're not on your, on your ship or there was, it's a friend that's not supporting you. They're not on your English ship. They go on to the other ship. And, 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 and even though in name, they may be a friend or family, but now they're maybe an acquaintance in your mind. So they're on another ship next to you. Um, or, you, you know, ideally you work on that relationship and they come back onto your ship, but it clears your ship. It clears your mind, this visual that everyone on my ship is here to support me and help me on my journey and help me when I have the storms in life uh, through this life ship journey. And the question is, who's on your life ship? You know, it's a great task to actually write down those four categories. You put yourself, your spirit never should walk the dinghy, uh, walk the plank. <laughs> no. but you put your, your family and your friends and, you know, and sometimes they're ship hopping. So an acquaintance may become a friend and they you welcome them on your ship or a colleague could be a friend that you want to bring on your ship. But then you list your inward outward life ship, your colleagues, your mentors, your acquaintances. And and then, you you know, you start to sort this out again, breaking it down and it clears your mind. It really helps tremendously to start thinking about who's on my ship. And like you said, love yourself and make sure that people are there to support you. Well, and what I've learned too, is I had too many people on my ship. I wanted everyone to be my family, right? And my <laughs> ship will sink, <laughs> right? And, and then those really close relationships aren't getting the time and energy. And so this has been, I, I mean, I love your, all the books that came through in the last couple of years have been God given because I focused on a few friends and I focused on my family and myself and my connection to my higher self, which is to me, God. And I feel, especially with this ankle thing, you can tell when some, mm. when your acupuncture friend comes over and gives you acupuncture and feeds you for two days, right. uh, that's, you know, she's my closest friend here on the Island. And so I didn't reach out to her. She somehow figured it out because we're, I guess, connected. So I like, I like my ship. And so I, I tell myself that my coworkers aren't my friends. They're my coworkers, which before right. they would be my best friends and I would have fed them. <laughs> right, right. And that's beautiful what you just said, like, you're, you know, you're on your ship and you had a little problem with the engine, right? Your ankle. And out of nowhere, this person. So this is this 
you know, this person's on your life ship and supporting you and getting you back on, on your journey. So that's beautiful. That's exactly it. So that person definitely is on your life ship. And that, that, that's a great feeling. And to have some time, I just reached out to the people that kind of pop into my head, at least for the last two years that I haven't had that time to reconnect with. And I had some lovely, they all turned out to be women, which is super strange. <laughs> I, I called a lot of women where normally I, I call half and half. And I right. thought that really strange I everyone that popped into my mind turned out to be some a few people from Kauai um an island I used to visit mm -hmm. a lot and uh kids I mentored those are the people that popped into my head yeah no that's beautiful yeah so that you know that's it's a great task and uh you know um you can get some of this information on the website too I have a uh a section saying um who's on your life journey. So if you go to the website, it explains these three life relationships as well. And you can get a little more into it. And a blog. You have a blog. We have a blog. So yes, it, you know, if you like this information, you can subscribe to uh, the uh, iouliving.com and you'll get blogs. And we have IOU inspirations, these quotes that go out and uh, any other updates that uh, come along the way. So it's all free. And again, every time... I do see your stuff. It, I, for some reason, it's reminding me <laughs> of things I need to work on, but also, you know, me, um, reading your book again, it was so much like what I've done mentoring kids this whole time with the chakras, right. you know, finding that, that, uh, foundation. And I was that safe person for many years in Snohomish. I had an after school group at noon because the high schoolers got out and we met at a coffee shop. Um, a lot of those kids did not have family you know, or it wasn't somewhere they wanted to go home. So I turned out to be that safe, supportive person, which then eventually made a tribe. And then with ironically, the parents kind of changed when the kids changed because they oh, were teenagers. Man. Yeah. No, that's great. Yeah. You know, you know, when you think about like what, when you say your purpose and, you know, another task is to write down what your purpose is, what's your life, what's your vision statement, like actually write it down. Um, and that's something that, um, you know, we talk about when we have some workshops and, and different things with, um, you know, what's your personal vision statement? Um, and I, I just pulled mine up here, too. So it's to, to help and inspire others to find and develop their inward talents and passion, which lead to PH2E, with the hope that they outwardly do the same for others and ultimately receive upward living. And all my inward and outward actions are guided by natural laws of life. So, you know, and I tweak that and I can, but I try to remember, and it comes up on my phone. And if you have a, you know, every noon, it comes up just to remind me, you know, I don't have to read it. It just says, oh yeah, keep that, keep that mission, keep that vision alive. Um, so helping kids, you know, that's to me, my life is about helping others. And that's what you're looking to do is help others. You know, how can I continue that? And then, you know, it's just a great, peaceful feeling, a happy feeling when you're fulfilling it. And the circle back is to also remember to take care of myself. So I love everything you say. And then we have to keep, cause we were so excited about helping oh, other yeah. people to pull it back in and make sure that we're taking care of ourselves so we can continue and have a lots of energy. And then I remember, yeah, a year ago you were talking about workshops, but now you're doing workshops and we haven't talked about that. Yeah, no, it, you know, we actually have a team. I have some real good educators that we have that can uh, provide workshops in, um, in IOU in creating culture, dynamic, positive culture. Um, and the last one is this uh, change. And that's a big thing. There's been so many changes. So uh, it's called the I, um, IOU life cycle, life cycle map for change. 
And it's really five stages that help us to go through any change. And change happens all the time. When a change happens, we feel that anxiety and that stress. And we want to try to shift that mindset to not feeling anxiety and stress, but that it's just an unbalanced feeling. It's okay. And then we're going to balance. So again, the ship analogy, it's when you, you know, you get into this little rocky area, you, you know, you're a little unbalanced, you're a little nervous, that's normal, but we're going to, how do we get it back to a balanced state? Um, again, words mean a lot, right? So if you use the word, um, I have anxiety, I'm stressed, I'm, you know, I have high anxiety as opposed to being unbalanced. So this change workshop is really good for organizations or, or you know, groups or teams, um, we've provided. So all that information, if anybody's interested in any of the workshops, just you can contact us at the uh, website. Now, are they online or do we have to go to It could be all, okay. the, we have virtual, in-person, whatever, you know, fits the need. So we'll work it out for that. So is there ever a time where your boat just needs to be back at the dock? <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. In fact, you know, when we're done, I'm going to grab my camera and go to a few local spots and, and you know, spend an hour and, and look around and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll get back to it. So it's exciting. It's balanced, but I don't have stress from it. You know, I love this, this, you know, it's, it's, it, I get excited working full time. I have so little time, you know, working in a school district. So when I have that free time or that extra time, I, I really just hit the ground running and try to get to this, uh, you know, mission of mine. Well, because my rudder is a little off. <laughs> and so, yeah, I had that anxiety because I need to maybe work less at one job so that I can go back into what I really came here to do. And then I thought I'd be stepping on people's toes. Ha ha. I hurt my foot. But anyways, <laughs> I but I, I, I really think that the universe wants us to, to embrace change. But even myself found that with, you know, things opening up a bit and me getting the green light to move ahead and do all, everyone I talked to said, Dina, you got to get back into what you do, which could be three day retreats. And, you know, with everything that went on the last two years, you do, this has been a tr stressful time because anytime you thought you could start something, especially working with kids, you know, yeah. um, I don't want a, 20 kids in a room with masks. I really <laughs> need to see their faces, you yeah. know, yeah. and you guys are, did a great job, but I was just hoping in this community again, cause you all, um, most of the people I interviewed were, um, children's authors we have the most amazing libraries and two right. years ago i was hoping to bring each and every one of those children books in the last couple of years to the library and right. do some so i have these things that were not allowed and i'm just i'm just gonna jump just do it. No, jumping into it <laughs> <laughs> jump dive in right don't put dive your toe in, in that well the only constant in life is change right and it's the thing we we avoid no one wants change but to take yourself to the next level, to try something new. Um, you know, we have to figure out a way to deal with that. And again, it's just a little unbalanced feeling. You know, we, we have these four quadrants where you're, you're right now you're balanced. We're all trying to be balanced, but if we want to change, you're going to go through an unbalanced state, then the change curve, and then into a new balance and it, and hopefully in a new direction. That's, that's more exciting. And I think I got used to the word safe. You know, safe is yeah. every day. It's the same thing, but then you're not living your purpose and your passion because anytime anything um, magical and fun happened, it's when I, I stepped out of the rut, right? right. The rut safe. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's, the, that's just living by default, you know, and in fact, you know, we have some questions in the book to determine that are you living autopilot on autopilot? So if you answer these questions, is your daily routine predictable? 
Do you do things without thinking? Um, you can't seem to put down your phone. You can't seem to let go. You say yes more than you say no. Um, these are all indications that you're on autopilot. And, and, and that in the IOU world, we say that's IOW. So it's not IOU, upward living. It's not downward living. It's the middle, which is IOW, which is wayward living. Wayward is just unpredictable. It's flat. It's that, you know, just drifting through life. So your life ship is drifting, but you're not in control. You don't have the engine on. It's just floating, you know. So let's get it going. Let's get to the upward living. Let's get that motor going and get that propeller full. And that's where your intentions start. And that's, I start with, you set your intentions for the day, count five things you're thankful for. And I got my granddaughter doing that. Oh, that's Intentions great. for the day. So then I go about my business, stay in the present moment, which is your brow chakra. So instead of thinking about the past or worrying or any of that, and then all of a sudden you get this little voice to say, give someone a call. And that's how you keep those things. It usually has something to do with your intention and you yeah. have no idea. And then if you really want it bad enough, and I tell kids, do you feel it? Does it feel good? You know, keep doing that. So if the voice feels good and you act on it, it's a little scary, but then you're in the right place. The lower chakras where you, you literally get on the dance floor, you pick up your instrument, you know, it's just a action. And then after you act on it, that's the scary part. Then you usually um, are reconnected with people that are on that same journey. Mm-hmm. Like this, this, so those are your, the people that will support you in your idea. And then you physically manifest. So as soon as I did pick up the phone, I can't tell you how many cool things have happened. I'm excited for today to take all the seeds that happened in the last week and act on them. That's great. Now that's and exciting. That, and you and I are on that same. Yeah. <laughs> no, you, you have, Super positive. I mean, I love your show. I mean, this is, this is great. It's always great talking to you. And if people want to get your book or take the test, give everyone the, the site yes. and all that. So the, the website is iouliving.com, letter I, letter O, letter U, living.com. And you can get to the, uh, the assessment, the PH2 assessment, or you can go directly to the PH2E assessment by going to PH2E, that's PH, the, the number two, and E.com. And you could take the assessment and it'll come, you'll get your own personalized propeller, life propeller and see which areas uh, are stronger and weaker and, you know, have a, you know, begin to create a plan. And just asking yourself the questions is, is an exercise in itself yeah. because it puts you, you know, it'll put you back to where you're in, in yourself talking to you, who's the most important person in your life right now. And we've been through some stuff. So like pull yourself in ask yourself some questions and then you get a visual, which pretty much you probably know after you take the, the test mm-hmm. <laughs> that you got some things to work on, but I was, I'm not as good as I was last time we <laughs> talked. <laughs> and that's uh, because I know I need to, to physically do something. And like you said, I got to get out of the rut and, and it'll be, it'll be fun, right? but it takes some effort. Absolutely. It's not going to come to you. You've got to go to it, right. To get to the next level. So that that's, that's the, that's the key. It's just, you know, we spend so much time on our assets, uh, you know, fixing maybe our physical access and we don't spend the time for our most important asset ourselves. Right. Think about that. You know, it's it, just to really look in, into ourselves, looking at our strengths, our weaknesses, and that's what your whole show is about. So that's why it's beautiful. And, uh, you know, it's important to look inwardly who you are and how can I make this world better and make myself better? Uh, you know, it's all for your own benefit and the benefit of others. 
and it is inward. So when I do these little there's chakra readings, you just find the one place where you're blocked and then you, you have homework. My, they call it a prescription mm-hmm. and, and they do something. It could be uh, like for me, sometimes it's a struggle to get out to the beach. But when I get there, I am like so happy. But why is it so hard for us to for mm. and it's not a, it is a force that sometimes it right. is a force to get yourself to exercise in the morning or to eat right. But you always feel better afterwards. Always. Right. Absolutely. Well, and, and though when you know, otherwise, if you don't do those things, then you're going to be forced to do things that you don't want to do by having to go to the doctor or having. So, you know, either you, you go to it now or it's going to come to you. So it's really living in that control of, you know, the things that are important, but they don't seem urgent, right? That's exercising. If you don't do that, it's going to become important and urgent because now you have to now react to it and you have no choice. So you try to live out of that quadrant, that important and urgent quadrant, which where your life ship is sinking at that point. React. I'd have to go out and buy new clothes, bigger clothes. <laughs> I'm so glad for six months I exercised. We've had the not the best weather. I mean, it's just been. Oh, I don't I've believe had, that. It's true. <laughs> if you see those beautiful pictures, it's because I looked uh, out the window and ran okay. towards the light. <laughs> but it's it's all good. Um, just I'm just so thankful to have you back on the show. And then when you have your your children's book, you definitely have to come back. Oh, sure, absolutely. Looking forward to it. And maybe by then I'll be at the no. I will be at the libraries reading your book here on yes. Libby Island. <laughs> I want to hear about those workshops. Yes. Oh, I'm sitting down writing my new attentions today. I forgot about that one. <laughs> Going to the libraries. We just have the most beautiful libraries. Well, once again, it's iouliving.com. And uh, it's uh, Joe Famulera. And um, um, thank you so much. Thank you, Dean. It's been always a pleasure seeing you. And thanks. Have a great day. Yay. If you want to reach out to me, it's Dina at Dina-Marie.com. I will be doing my retreats in the next week. We'll be, I'll be back on my feet. <laughs> and it's a four-hour uh, labyrinth, uh, chakra reading. We do the Reiki and uh, go to the beach. And then we go down to Langley. There's whales. We have whales coming through. There's so many whales. So maybe we'll get to ring the whale bell. I'm just <laughs> praying for that. But uh, yeah, uh, you can come back uh, next week for more people, places, and activities that will lift your spirits. Rock and roll is here to stay. We're going to rock and roll the Belmore way. Teach your students on their way. Dancing in the school hallway. Rock and roll is here to stay. We're going to rock and roll the Belmore way. Rock, rock, Belmore way, I said rock, rock, the Belmore way, I said rock, rock, the Belmore way, I said rock, rock, the Belmore way, it's time to rock and roll the Belmore way today, alright, let me hear you now, I said rock, rock, Belmore way, I said rock, rock, the Belmore way, I said rock, rock, Belmore way, I said rock, rock, the Belmore way, it's time to rock and roll the Belmore way today. That was good. One more time. Here we go. I said rock, rock, the Belmore way. I said rock, rock, the Belmore way. I said rock, rock, the Belmore way. I said.